Having trouble staffing up? You're not alone. Our industry is facing an unprecedented labor shortage, and tech will play a central role in solving that problem. Yelp Kiosk was built in 2018 for restaurants who couldn't afford to pay a dedicated host. In 2021, Yelp Kiosk is supporting restaurants that want to do more with less. By adding Kiosk, your host is no longer trapped behind the host stand, enabling them to assist in all front-of-house operations. Learn more about how Kiosk can help your restaurant at restaurants.yelp.com forward slash kiosk. Welcome to Restaurant Marketing School. I'm Josh Kopel, a Michelin-rated restaurateur. Together with famed marketer Lael Stern of Long Play Strategic Solutions, we're unpacking the tools and tactics used by million-dollar marketing agencies to help you grow your restaurant. Join us daily to get marketing tips you can use in your restaurant today. Today, we're going to talk about how to not lose your shirt in advertising. Advertising online and specifically with the big companies, the Facebooks and the Googles of the world can be super expensive. And it's really easy to get in there and lose a bunch of money before you figure out how it works. So the advice that we give, we share this with our clients and other people who come through our education programs is start slow, figure out the tools before you dedicate significant budget to it. So I'm going to give a couple of specific examples of things that you should do in order to test effectiveness. First, as with everything, uh, figure out what your goals are. Are you trying to generate clicks? Are you trying to drive reservations? Do you want people to actually order something and spend real dollars with you? Think about success before you do any of this stuff. Then when you get in and you create your ads, you're going to want to iterate. So make a few different ads. So make ads that are variations on similar themes or even make ads that are completely unrelated and see what works. Test them with a small budget and see what works. And by works, I mean successfully leads to whatever your goal is. So don't be romanticized by the metrics that they're showing you about click-through rates or whatever if that's not what you're trying to achieve. Remember, you're paying for clicks. So a high click-through rate is only good if it leads to whatever you want them to actually do. Reservations, orders, joining your mailing list, whatever it is you're trying to accomplish. The other thing is Google and Facebook both have great targeting tools. Now, they're really different. So with Google, people are searching. So you want to be thoughtful about what it is they're searching for when they find you. And the more aligned you can be with those search terms, the more likely you are to reach an appropriate audience. With Facebook, it's a little bit more passive. It's a little bit more like television. And they may not actively be searching for you. So you're putting an ad in front of somebody who may not be thinking, I want to find a new restaurant to go to. So you have to capture their attention differently. But how you segment that audience matters. So experiment with that. Set up different target audiences and see which performs best before you dedicate real dollars to the process. Now, let me ask you something, because yes, there are a variety of goals when advertising, but if we were to prioritize one of the goals, I mean, this is obviously my post-pandemic perspective, not pre-pandemic, but I would think if we were going to throw dollars behind anything, it would be getting someone's email address. There's something to be said for the restaurant industry behaving like every other industry out there. And we say, we've got our top five recipes in this white paper that we're pushing out. So it's five images of food. And then the last one in the carousel is a call to action. 
click here to get the recipes for these five dishes. There's a paywall like you've discussed in the other one, not a paywall, but a, a barrier to needing their email address to be able to download the recipes. And then we can start a conversation with them without having to chase them through these third-party mediums. Do you think that makes the most sense? Dollars to donuts? I think that makes a ton of sense. I'm a huge advocate for getting people off of these platforms so that you can market to them in a less expensive way. And email is just that. So gathering email addresses is a great goal to have. But if you're a business that maybe has a restaurant or a bar, but also has some sort of packaged goods that you sell, maybe you sell you know, a jarred salsa or some pickles or something like that, it's not unreasonable to use these channels to actually develop e-commerce where you're collecting dollars. And that gives you an apples to apples comparison where you say, okay, I'm spending X dollars on ads. I'm generating Y dollars in orders. Does this make sense? Am I ROI positive? And the last point I want to make on this is Facebook and Google are master manipulators. I love them both. I'm an advocate for using both platforms for marketing, but they are really good at getting you to do the things that they want you to do. And what they want you to do is spend ad dollars. So be aware going in that they can work their Jedi mind trick on you and get you to dig deeper than you would comfortably be digging and spend your budget quickly. Don't fall for that. Spend slowly, be patient, be measured, think about your goals going in and make those decisions for yourself. Don't be susceptible to Google and Facebook. If you want to hear previous episodes or check out our other content, go to restaurants.yelp.com forward slash marketing school. Thank you so much for listening to the show. You can subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. While you're there, please leave us a review. I'm Josh Kopel, and you've been listening to Restaurant Marketing School.